Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Second City, you likely know it. Well, it's known for uh, being hilarious. It's hilarious shows for producing maybe the best comedic talent in the world. But the improv company, which, by the way, I've taken classes at many, many moons ago, um, is offering up a new improv course specifically designed for anyone who has either anxiety or autism. And it allows people with vulnerabilities who may not be able to cope with the challenges of the real world or live situations. And if you've ever done improv, then you know that you're kind of thrown into the most wonky situations. Um, It gives you a chance to roll with the punches and puts you into a really uncomfortable place. And it might be scary at first, but in my experience, it ended up being pretty fun and a lot of laughs. And so I guess with, with people who have these vulnerabilities, you know, you put them in these situations And out of it can come some really wonderful new life skills. And that can be life-changing. So I want to bring in Kevin Frank to the conversation. He is the artistic director of Second City. So, Kevin, this is, um, I think this is a very unique program because you're offering, really, for people to identify a whole new person within themselves. Absolutely. Uh, You know, people are so afraid of public speaking or and, and the the thought of improvising, getting on stage without a script, can be terrifying. And what we do is we simplify it. We remind people that life doesn't come with a script. So you'll be fine if you just trust your instincts and follow some basic rules. So this is designed really for people either who have autism or people who have anxiety. Take me through some of the um, experiences that you have witnessed with this program um, of how people evolve, what you see come out of them. We're, every day we get testimonials from our students talking about how we've changed their world. It, they are two different streams. We have improv for anxiety, and a lot of people have social anxieties. Either mm-hmm. they've identified it or they're just keeping it to themselves. When we've put that label on there for anxiety, they just come out, and what we've done is we've modified some of our exercises to take the performance aspect out and really focus on the fundamental tools active listening, body language, eye contact, and embracing failure. Yeah. We're all afraid to fail, to look bad. But in, in, in fact, everyone fails. And it's the people who learn from their failure that continue to go forward. And so we just give people the confidence to fail. Not to mention, failure can be very, very funny. And I think that's the beauty of improv is that through failure, you can have some of the greatest laughs. Absolutely. It's a great stress relief and it's a it's a leveling of the playing field when we all get to laugh at ourselves and others in a non-judgmental way. And very often the laugh comes from the truth. I think most people when they think of Second City is the greats, you know, the John Candys, the Catherine O'Hara. I mean, this is this is a facility that has put some of the greatest comedians on the world stage. And so I'm not uh, I wasn't even aware that you would offer a program you know, addressing certain specific needs or vulnerabilities. So how did it come about? 
Well, interestingly enough, when we look at some of those greats, uh, the alumni through our, our years, many of them suffered from social anxieties. They were mm-hmm. terrified. But when they got on stage and they had that confidence in the support of the ensemble, they did marvelous things, miracles. And so we understood the value of teaching strong improv skills for people who have anxieties because not only were they performers, but they're everyday people. So mm-hmm. it was very obvious early on that it was a great way to train people to recognize the triggers in their anxieties and to overcome it with tools. And have you had students who come through it and completely evolve into a new person and they're able to kind of shed that that exterior of shyness or anxiety? Absolutely. In fact, we have a couple of full-time employees that have gone through our our standard A through E traditional programming and went into our conservatory program, which required auditions and the performance on our main stage. Mm -hmm. And now they're in comedy troupes and they're writing and directing and they're doing all sorts of wonderful things. And they had no idea that they were going to end up in comedy, in sketch. They just came because they wanted to really battle the the, um, anxieties that they faced every day just trying to leave the house. Okay, so anxiety and autism are two totally different uh, vulnerabilities. So when you get someone in with autism and they can take it can take the shape or form of, of almost anything, how do you work with them and how do you diagnose the best way to go about teaching? Well, of course, they talk about the uh, autism spectrum and it's from from the very simple um, sort of missing social cues to uh, having uh, no ability to communicate or or, uh, accept any input from someone else. So we have individuals that are on the spectrum and and we really do um, talk to them about social cues and body language and just say these are these are the kinds of things that are are built into us. They're survival instincts, reading somebody's body language. Mm -hmm. It's 80 percent of our communication, 20% of the words we use, and body language is the rest. And so we just give them the idea of when someone is doing this, you can logically follow the rules that that's what they are telling you physically. Uh, And people on the spectrum, they like rules, they like guidelines. So once they understand some rules and guidelines and parameters, they get very comfortable worth picking up. I did have one student, he's a stand-up comic and he's on the spectrum and he's so funny. And he said, you know, there's a big deal about this whole eye contact thing. You're not going to get that from somebody on the spectrum and ask them to listen to you. He said, I can, I can make eye contact or I can listen to you, but I can't do both. Right. So that was a great understanding for us to realize that we need to sort of substitute some of the things that we take for granted, like being able to make eye contact Mm -hmm. with being able to demonstrate that you're listening. So then that becomes something that people are at ease with so that they can continue the conversation. And so you get someone in um, with either an anxiety and or, uh, um, you know, someone who has autism. Mm hmm. Do they, do they leave after a little while, or, or are you finding that they want to come back and continue developing the skills? We have long-term students, students that have been with us for years that first came to us, uh, either identified mm-hmm. as anxious or um, realized that they were anxious and, and sort of streamed into that programming. But many of them stay with us for two or three years, taking writing right. classes, taking performance classes, acting, clown puppetry. We've got it all. And they, they because we create this really brave, a nurturing place for them to be in that's not uh, judgmental. We remove judgment from our workshops so that everyone can fail evenly yeah. and learn from it. And it, there aren't too many places in our world where we have a judgment-free environment where we get the total support of everyone in the room and we provide that. And that's why they want to stay. You know, we are so much more aware of these things than we were before. It's part of a daily conversation now where we're more aware of those who have vulnerabilities. And so what would you like, um, you know, where do you see this program going 
the ultimate goal? Well, absolutely. We're, we're exploring new areas where we can introduce the improvisational technique and tools uh, to help some people. In fact, I just ran a pilot project at the Covenant House for homeless and marginalized youth. And we had an afternoon of improv exercises that were about uh, being able to uh, stand up for yourself and to communicate your needs. And that's, that's a skill that many of these young people don't have. They hadn't been introduced. It's really just survival. It was a magnificent afternoon. So we are now exploring through a grant system and through help through the University of Toronto. We have some professors who are going to help us develop a course and work with the youth at the Covenant House. So there's so many areas we can introduce these improv tools, the same tools that let people write stories and collaborate and have some fun in front of an audience, but they all, they're the same tools that get people to just have an everyday experience. So how do people get information about this? They can go to our website. We have, you know, secondcity.com training center here in Toronto, uh, or they can give us a call at 416-340-7270. Anybody who picks up the phone can give you all sorts of information about that. And, and ultimately, will these people do shows? Well, they uh, at all these levels, they have performances at the end of the terms. And so it's wonderful to watch them on stage after, usually it's like level three, level C, we call it, uh, that they get a performance. So it's and about, what's the reaction like from, from the audience? Well, they invite their family and friends in there and they're in awe of yeah. someone who, uh, who was so terrified they couldn't get on a bus or make eye contact with a stranger at work. Uh, and now they're on stage improvising with some, some peers and, and just killing it. Uh, <laughs> It's really rewarding. I, I get emotional when Absolutely. I watch their grad shows because I really know that we've changed their lives. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. That is Kevin Frank, the artistic director over at Second City. And I can tell you, if you've ever wanted to do improv or you ever just wanted to do, you know, boost your confidence or just have some fun, it is really fun to do an improv course. So I really like it. And I love the fact that they're doing this program. On Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.